0: I threw a standing in line the clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs. And a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king-sized tub big enough. Ten plus me i what you need. I need a, a credit card that's got no limit and a big black chain with a bedroom in it. Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. Been, done, man. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars, mount star on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me. So, how are you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame. I'd even cut my hair and change my name. Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars. and live in hilltop was driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. Well, i will stay skinny cause we just won't eat it. Well, hey, out in the coolest spotlights. And the Beyond with the movie stars. Every good. This nigga's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach plowed hair Everyone, Hey, hey, I wanna be a rockstar Hey, hey, I wanna be a rockstar I wanna be great like Elvis without the tassels I eight body guys I love to beat up bass on a sign a couple lot of grass so I can eat my meals for free I'm gonna dress my ass with the latest fashion Get a front door key to the playboy mansion Gonna date a set a phone that loves to blow my money for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune I might even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be
1: big rock stars And living hilltop bosses
0: driving fifths Cause the girls come easy and the drugs come cheap Well I'll stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with the bleach blonde hair and we'll out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary and today's who's who. We'll get you anything that evil Smile, everybody's got a drug dealer on speed now. Well, hey, I wanna be a rock star. I'm gonna sing those songs that abandon the senses. Gonna buy my pills from a best dispenser. Get washed up singers writing on my songs. Let's sing them every night so I don't get them wrong. Well, we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses, driving 15 cars. The curves come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat it. We'll hang out in the coolest bars in the VIP with the movie stars. Every good gold figure's gonna wind up there. Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair. And we'll out in the pride with the latest dictionary, in today's who's who. will get you anything with that evil smile. Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed now. hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Ooh
2: all right everybody thank you
3: mr A, for saving the day
2: yes thank you mr A. we appreciate it well for those who don't know we were on actually a few minutes ago and mr a had come on and let us know that he couldn't hear us
3: and you know what that's going to be in the title mr a saves the day
2: yes thank you for saving the day for us mr a mr a says how was your thanksgiving i had thanksgiving dinner four nights in a row and don't want to see a turkey for another year lol
3: (laughs) (laughs) well Ours was interesting because of the oven issue. Oh yeah. About, I would say last week, a week before Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, right about. Long story short, I dropped a tiny potato, you know, down the sides of the bottom of the oven, so it went all the way down. And I'm like motherfucker, right?
2: Yeah, underneath the base of the oven, On the inside so, of the oven. Yeah,
3: so I just took that little, you know, right where the burner is and the element is, and. So I took that cover off and I'm like, you know what? I took the potato out. I'm like, you know what? Since I'm here, let me just give it a kind of a good cleaning. And as I'm cleaning and shoving my arm back, <laughs> my brain tells me, hey, you did this 20 years ago. There's an element back there that you don't want to go to because you're going to break it. And it broke. Oh, no. I'm like, The instinct's
2: telling you this is a bad idea.
3: So, And then the bad
2: idea came
1: through
3: right
1: came to so, so long
3: story short we put a ticket in with the building and I'm like these guys aren't gonna you know they're not it's a big building they yeah. got a lot of shit to do
2: it's
3: true so let me look I looked online and the prices for these igniters were insane but Monday uh and thank you for Macomb's Macomb's uh supply Macomb's supply
2: okay
3: MCCOMBS All it's right. a family company out of uh Pennsylvania 15 bucks for the element 15 bucks to fedex it and for 30 bucks i got it wednesday afternoon that's awesome and the night before i was telling jolyn well this is the old burner you know the 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 old igniter yeah old igniter all the old parts are in this bag i want to make sure that all the old parts are saved
2: yeah
3: because you never know if they send the right part maybe i asked for the wrong part i don't know but you save the old parts it's a good practice to get in because it screwed me before to where i've pulled off an old part tossed it the new part came in and i'd be like what the fuck is this
2: you don't oh, have everything you need I part.
3: Need it. they didn't send the bolts whatever so um i get the new part and i go to put it in i can't find the bolts
2: yeah you know we're gonna find those bolts that you specifically took off the brace from the old one. Probably within a year or so, maybe a matter of I can't.
3: Once. I can't find them.
2: We we so, will find them. We will. Just,
3: but not, but nonetheless, <laughs> when you know, I have the turkey sitting in the water, getting marinated and whatnot, yeah. the clock's ticking. You know, picture like what was that key for Sutherland show? Twenty four.
2: Yeah. Afterwards, boop
3: boop boop. Picture <laughs> Joel in school. Boop me on my me on my knees. My head in the oven, boop, look, scrambling, looking around for, you know, two yeah. screws, like it's a detonating a bomb or trying not to detonate a bomb, boop, you know, work, yeah. having to go to work, yep. boop. And major know. buttons. Right. Major buttons running around getting sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and boop. For, know, all of again, that. So, so this is, You know, it's like a bad version of 24 that I'm living. <laughs> so.
2: But not anymore. That's past tense now. right?
3: So. I look around the oven while I'm on, on my hands and knees. And I remember the uh, socket, the uh, socket was the same size. All the bolts pretty much are all the same size on the socket.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: So I'm a guy. For it. all these TV show references. <laughs> yeah. I took some bolts, TV
2: show I took references.
3: some bolts because this one was hold. There's like 30 of them. Like you don't need 30 here. So I'm going to take two. And hopefully it'll go in and hold it up. So yeah. it went in and it, it held in, but it didn't hold it tight or taut. It was loose, but it was holding.
2: Okay, yeah. And
3: I angled it up the same angle as the igniter.
2: Yeah.
3: Turned it on and it worked. That's good. Perfect. Put the grate back on. And I know I have to go in there to get put real bolts on to tighten it at some point. Uh, then building services call around 5 and say, hey, we're coming up to fix it. guess who never fucking came
2: yeah yeah
3: well next day comes along i'm at work and building services come up to quote-unquote fix it
2: yeah
3: and jolin's here i
2: was home Mm -hmm. and
3: this guy's fumbling around she told him what happened all he needs to do is you know put new bolts in yeah that's it so he puts new bolts in i come home that night and this is the a, a, a longer story short, but I come home that night, I go to make my chicken fingers and fries. Yeah. Put them in the oven, turn the oven on. Maybe a minute later, I hear, boom! You know, because the gas is thrown up in the stove. Yeah. And the igniter finally lit it. Instead of that smooth, like, Yeah. You know, Mr. A knows.
2: Yeah, when you turn a, you turn a gas oven on, it should be this little, like, poof, or like, puff Yeah, sound. poof,
3: and then you yeah. see the rest of it go up. Yeah, off the-
2: seconds there, just puff. And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's good. yeah. This it's good. It's not bowl. this
3: boom, and then you smell fucking gas. Yeah, it smelled like gas in here. Yeah. So I'm like, God. You know. Yeah, you
2: were so angry with was... that, and I understand why.
3: So, oh, I think I stopped cooking, or did I keep cooking?
2: You kept cooking.
3: I kept, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm hungry.
2: Yeah.
3: I, it's on. You can deal with it. So I ate. What's up, Dorothy?
2: Thanks for joining us, Dorothy. <laughs>
3: uh how did the uh, tin man make out did you send him on his way
2: and toto and, and toto scarecrow and the lion don't forget the lion we're
3: talking about fire so be careful how about some fire scarecrow
2: oh yeah you don't want that you definitely don't want that for, t- uh, for scarecrow well,
3: what about if she wants your red heels
2: oh she or wants red, red heels? heels well you don't need fire for that either the ruby but slippers
3: if, yeah well what, she's looking for them they're not here
2: Oh, I see. So you know, that's that's why you think Dorothy's here. I don't know. Well, you tell us, Dorothy. Are you here for the Ruby Slippers?
3: You know, stage your case.
2: Yeah. We don't have them. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> next day, you know, I open the oven. And I'm like, oh, we're not even talking about the fiasco with the oven door, having to put that back on. Yeah. We're not even getting into that. So Chaos. I'm not putting the, I'm not taking the door off. I'm just going to go in there because I figure he put the right bolts on and you know the igniter just needs to be adjusted so it's level yeah with the uh, you know
2: the igniter with all the, the gas right
3: and the yeah. gas thing, right
2: you know how to do it because you're a grown-up so well basically I, I,
3: I've done it before so yeah. but again I have broke it before that's why I know how to fix it before <laughs> not that I'm better than anybody yeah. I've broken it before I'm a spaz that's why I know how to fix it I'm not a genius when you break shit and you don't call somebody to have it fixed
2: yeah
3: or you're poor like I was Mm. and you have to learn how to fix it yourself yeah you actually have to learn how to talk to neighbors that actually know they might be able to help you there you go you know yeah so anyway moving forward so on my hands and knees take the thing off i look at the igniter
2: yeah
3: these screws that he used were not even close to the screws that were supposed to be (laughs) they were looser than the screws that i put in like why
2: why did he replace them
3: then? Look at that. So he didn't even check his work apparently. No. So I'm like, you know what? Everything's fine. <laughs> I gotten screws, you know, yeah. when I was out that day because I knew I was going to have to put the right screws in. But yeah. apparently, you know, JoJo Meathead, <laughs> you know, I didn't know. I'm glad I, that I got them.
2: It's good you got them, yeah.
3: It's good that I got them. So, you know, I had them, whatever it was. So I go in there, I put them in, I adjust the igniter, and everything's working fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. No issues since.
3: No, and I'm thinking he might have been getting sick because the uh, igniter, if all that gas was leaking, he might have been getting sick from that.
2: Oh, maybe. That's a possibility. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Anyway. That might be true.
3: And then we had a nice little tur- uh, chicken. We did. And then today we slept in.
2: We did. Mustard,
3: and then we said we got to do a podcast to check up on everybody. Yeah, because we haven't and thank one God Mr. A did. came in and saved the day as usual.
2: Yes. Mr. A coming through for us. Thank you, Mr. As a. As usual. Yes. I'm sorry that you are sick of turkey at this point.
3: Yeah. And then Christopher Columbus has to come back in.
2: It's true, yeah, because Chris Columbus had come in. Uh, was it two days ago, I think it was?
3: Was or was it, was it last yesterday? time we did the podcast? Yeah,
2: was that yesterday or the day before? It wasn't yesterday. But either way, the little man was uh, getting sick again, so had to cut the podcast short.
3: So and it was my sister's birthday on the twenty fifth.
2: Yeah, that's yesterday.
3: It was yesterday, mm-hmm. colder. Everything Everything's cool.
2: Good news. Happy
3: birthday to my sister. My you know, sister always took care of me. Always kick people's asses. Did. Hmm. What do you want with my brother? I have a crush on him. Really, I'm gonna crush your fucking head. You leave my brother alone.
0: Oh man.
2: (laughs) I, you know what? Very protective. I could see that, but then I have this protective system. I have this feeling though that you never really needed too much protection.
3: No, but I didn't want to be protected from all our hot friends. I didn't want to be protected from.
2: Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know one of them. Yeah. There's one of them that you'd hooked up with once, but well, yeah, it was Yeah. Um,
3: and excited mm, about that. <laughs> and, and one of the friends I could have hooked up with. Yeah. But,
2: oh but there was another one?
3: I could've. but... Oh
2: you could've, okay. I because I know I, one you did. And you said, I, Well I didn't end up sleeping with her, that's it. And then you were describing what happened. I said, Yeah, actually you did end up that's having but, you had sex with her. You know. <laughs> that's sex. <laughs>
3: If you say so, honey. If you say so.
2: Well, I think if you take your dick and put it in her vagina, that that's sex.
3: Or she puts her vagina on my dick.
2: Yes, that's. Sex. That might not be. Well, th- those are both sex.
3: We're gonna have to ask the audience.
2: <laughs> that's it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Our audience will tell us. Of course, this isn't a statement of judgment. I'm just stating facts.
3: No, I'm just saying.
2: But yeah, we that, can see. We can see if our audience members agree with me or agree. Or agree with you on that. Let's see what do you got well i got uh well this is some relatively good news at this point in time there have been 41 hostages released by hamas Mm -hmm. and now uh israel has released um around 75 prisoners um at this point from the israeli military prisons so far now the 41 hostages most of them are israeli hostages some of them were visitors from uh um from i think it was uh taiwan actually coming uh coming to see the coming to see the uh music festival
3: right.
2: and then yeah. a few of them uh were visitors from the philippines that have been released so far no american hostages have been released yet mm. and hamas is saying they're going to keep a hold of the american hostages because the mm. reason hostages are being released is because biden is helping that's what it is like basically okay
3: but no american Hostages are being released. How's that Biden helping?
2: Well, Biden's helping. does he like them? Oh no, he does like them. He, he
3: reads their names like, oh, I remember her. She didn't give good <laughs> oh, on no, the campaign. No, no. He's
2: trying to get them to release the American hostages. But what Hamas is saying is that they don't want to give up all the American hostages yet because they, they, they think like that. Them? Well, no, they think that if they release the American hostages, then we're just going to kind of say, okay, screw it, let Israel handle it, and then Israel's going to go in and just completely demolish um, Gaza more. So they they're are, like, they know. But they are. Exactly. Which is the reason why Israel's is not just demolishing Hamas, right? well, not demolishing Gaza right now is because Biden and the White House are saying, no, no, you can't just go kill everybody. You can't do that. You got to stop. You need to actually come to negotiations. We need hostages back and you need, a, you need the hostage negotiations. They give us hostages and you release some of the women and children that are prisoners that you've taken from Palestine. Um, this Hamas knows that basically if Biden is not involved, that Israel would just come and kill everybody. And yeah. that doesn't help anybody. So basically, Biden's helping. But they're saying, well, we need to keep some of the American hostages because of this. And Biden's saying, like, no, you need to give back the American hostages. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing.
3: It is a whole thing. Yeah. I know they don't got, you know, TV, so they, they can watch the games and stuff.
2: That's that's the biggest concern, that they don't get they to watch gotta the games. they got to make them comfortable. they got to make them comfortable. What are they watching? Cricket? Watching what? Isn't cricket, cricket? a
3: sport, yeah, a sport. because that's a big sport out there.
2: Is it a big sport yeah. in the Middle East specifically? Yes. Okay. It's huge. I know what football is.
3: It's actually the biggest betting sport out in mm-hmm. Really? It's very cricket. popular. Oh yeah.
2: That's something I would have thought that football would have been a bigger betting mm-hmm. sport. Cricket. Okay.
3: There's something about the whole you have do you know, you know what cricket is, right? I do know
2: what cricket is, but I don't but know how to play. You see it on TV, right? Yeah, I don't know okay. how to play it.
3: Basically that one guy gets up and he's standing at the thing. At
2: the thing?
3: You know, basically the plate looks kind of like a baseball plate. Yeah. Thing. He has one swing. That's okay. it. Okay. What he does with that one swing.
2: Yeah.
3: And the pitcher has one pitch. And that's it.
2: Yeah. Next. Like, what does any of this mean? No, but I know.
3: I, somebody, <laughs> I have no sign, idea what the rules are though. Sunny from the deli of where we used to live explained it to me once. And when he explained it to me, I fully understood it. Really? But if you ask me to explain it again, yeah. I won't know. That's okay. But when he explained it, I could see the appeal because he said that's one of his favorite sports. Huh. And he explained it to me. And I could see why it's a good sport. But Okay. To, again, it's that whole, you have one shot at, you know, hitting hitting it. And I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, I think there is three bases.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I'm then you ahead. have
3: to try to run. Yeah. Or three to wherever. Yeah. I don't know. He, the way he explained it, it was good. But, you know, from, you know, from what I've seen on TV, it's just, wow, it's incredibly boring huh. because the, the guy sits there forever and it never pitches it, you know? Really?
2: Yeah.
3: It what, just couldn't uh, be me as a, you know, rushed American, like, why should he just pitch it already?
2: Oh, maybe that's probably it. I mean, we're very much, uh, we're a very impatient culture
3: yeah it's like with uh baseball you say oh it's so boring because they don't it goes so slow and they, now they have that rule the pitcher has to throw the ball within a certain amount of time
2: really i didn't know that yes yeah. okay, okay. i would heard i know one of my classmates uh he's uh, he's played baseball but uh one of his brothers actually played minor leagues for a while mm-hmm. and he was saying that they they've changed the rules and sped things up and he said People are going to get hurt because exactly you know, pictures right. are going to get hurt yeah. because of
3: this. Because they can't rest it for that, you know,
2: that added if time. they're running
3: against the clock, and they just need to kind of loosen up and they don't have time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to get hurt.
2: Oh, huh. that's something, you know, I never, I didn't find, or at least I currently don't find baseball boring. I find golf boring though.
3: Yeah. Baseball and golf are boring. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't think baseball is boring. I do. Okay. And I never really actually played like any serious golf, so maybe that's probably why
3: I. Golf time. is fun to play, but I can't yeah. do eighteen holes. I could do nine.
2: Okay, that's enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. plenty. Yeah. All right. Because I suck at it, but my friend George. <laughs> oh, is, no judgment. No, my friend George. He shoots like a average between like a sixty-five. Average like sixty-five or sixty-two, which is that's insanely good? good. Really? No, it's like insanely good. I don't know why he's.
2: You don't know why he's what?
3: Doing it professionally.
2: What? He is doing it professionally? I don't know why he's not. Oh, I wonder why.
3: Because he's a roofer, that's why.
2: Oh, maybe that's. George
3: Champagneur, Champagneur Roofing.
2: Okay. Now, with, um, what are, like, professional golf numbers?
3: I don't know. I'll look it up.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I have no idea.
3: But I know it's good. I know it's time. It's on a huge. If I. <laughs> um. Most people that don't golf and they suck. Yeah. Like me. 120, 130. thirty.
2: All right. And so, that's that's sucky. Those are sucky. That's numbers.
3: terrible numbers. Okay. Um Yeah. Um, uh, um dog leaves Newark, animal shelter after two years but still leads forever home.
2: Oh. Yeah, read that one louder for our listeners.
3: Oh. A dog Leaves Newark Animal Shelter after two years, but he still needs a forever home.
2: Oh, I hope he gets a forever home.
3: Yeah. That's funny. And Newark it. is in New
2: Jersey,
3: for those yeah. who don't know. It's that whole lot. Uh, did I tell you I went on a date one night? A date? When did
2: you go on a, a, a date? Back in the day. Oh,
3: back in the day. Yeah.
1: paid off for an animal rescue work you in Lindhurst, Red. We got moved today to a foster home after a two year wait. Until now, Red had been living at the Humane Society in Newark. A woman who runs a dog rescue in Lyndhurst found him to be sweet and bubbly, so she made it her top priority to find him a new home.
2: He came November 2021, like pretty height of the pandemic, as a stray.
1: Um, And then we just kept getting dog after dog after dog, and I think he just kind of got pushed in the background. Red appears to be between four and six years old, so he still has a lot of good living to do.
3: Patience and persistence paid off for an animal rescue oh, worker determined to help. But, um, right. Yeah, I went to uh, I went on a date one time.
2: Yeah.
3: And so what she wanted to do, so you, you know, she said, "Kiss me where it smells." So, I her knew her.
2: Oh. Oh wow! <laughs> of course, <laughs> but I'm bummed. I should have known. It was coming. Yeah, I should have. But I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I did not know
3: that this, that was a... I did uh, not know that.
2: Yeah, I did not know that. I did not know that there was a punchline coming with
3: this. There's always a punchline coming somewhere.
2: That's a good point. It's with you. You would think after being being with you for more than 15 years, I would know that there's always a punchline. Just in the works.
3: How many things did you learn yesterday?
2: I don't know. How many things did I learn yesterday? I don't know. I
3: told you a bunch of things. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Of course, there were dumb things that you (laughs) don't really need to know, but...
2: I'm not sure. All I know is I know this weekend I am so flipping tired. Yeah. It's kind of hard keeping track of.
3: And it doesn't and feel like tomorrow's going to be Monday. Which...
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed tomorrow's right. Monday
3: but yeah like well, some...
2: It does, but I'm at least happy because I've got uh, three weeks and one day left of this term of school
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then I get a few weeks off. That's
3: good.
2: I mean I'm working those weeks, but right. it's different.
3: That's different. How is it different?
2: It's different because well there's uh, I know with school it's full time, you know, I'm, seriously full time hours in school. Okay, and then working, it's a totally different thing because it just is. I'm doing different things when I'm working than I am at school. Okay. So I'm looking forward to something different for a minute.
3: That's true. All right. What else you has.
2: And i got this um sending well wishes to uh, uh the men and their families with so this there are 41 men trapped in a highway tunnel in yeah. the indian himalayas now they've been trapped in there for two weeks wow they, they got But trapped. they're
3: able to get water. yes
2: they can get food yeah they have access to food and water and oxygen and also light to and medicines they just can't get out um, they were they've been stuck in a it's a 4.5 kilometer or three mile tunnel that was being built in I'm sorry I'm going to pronounce this wrong Uttarakhand, Uttarakhand since or uh, state since this this uh, tunnel caved in um, when it caved in early on November 12th uh, these are construction workers from one of India's poorest states now the reason why they're not able to get out is because there's drilling equipment to actually try to get them out. And it keeps breaking. Mm-hmm. And the drilling equipment gets, piece of it gets stuck to itself and it busts. So they have to find new ways to get in. So they're still working on it. Um, but this region where this tunnel caved in is prone to landslides, earthquakes, and floods.
3: Damn. But well wishes out there because I know I woke yeah. up last night and I checked my phone and I saw that, you know, they were able to see that one guy's sticking his head out.
2: But he couldn't get out.
3: I guess they couldn't get out. Yeah. Oh
2: so, man, that's tough. I'm hoping they're able to get out soon.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's not. Except we wanted to do it.
2: No, I agree.
3: But, um, you know, well wishes out to them and their families.
2: I agree. I sure. hope they're out soon.
3: Especially during Thanksgiving. <gasps>
2: Yeah, you say Thanksgiving because you know Thanksgiving is so big in India. Right. I'm sure. <laughs> they miss turkey day. Yeah. Uh, well, we both know what we're talking about on that.
3: <laughs> it's a joke, guys.
2: Yeah, it's an inside joke on this one. Just like really, really. Like sure. I thought he was joking when he said it, mm-hmm. until realized like, oh my god, he's not joking. He's serious.
3: Hey, Barry Manilow's musical Harmony debuted on Broadway.
2: Oh yeah, I I heard that it was going to happen. Yeah. How was it reviewed?
3: I don't know. They said a lot of fine-tuning. Uh... Oh, there you can read it.
2: Uh, let me see. Okay. A years and years refining it. Um, uh, he was in a crash in his Range Rover.
1: Oh,
3: shit.
2: Um, he escaped injury when his Range Rover was one of four automobiles involved in a collision. Uh, it was a wet street. Uh, let's see. He remained in good spirits despite that.
3: Okay. But what about the show?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Um, the show. Yeah, I'm trying to see about this.
3: With I mean, this, this. What's is, up, Tanner? Yeah. Oh, Tanner would know.
2: Oh, Tenor might know, about yeah, the Barry Manilow musical. I'm you kidding. heard
3: about the ba- Barry Manilow yeah, yeah, musical? Yeah,
2: musical that uh, debuted
3: on Broadway.
2: Barry Manilow musical. What's it called? Um, I don't know. Let me see. But Tenor
3: would know if it was any good.
2: Maybe, if you want to see it. No. Um, the musical is called Harmony.
3: Harmony. I really love so yeah, yeah, I don't Tanner see. would know.
2: He might. Yeah, I don't see anything about the musical.
3: You mean the reviews?
2: The reviews, or even the musical, mind you. Oh. Nothing. Well. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, the New York Post is known for its quality journalism.
3: That was, oh, wait enough.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was sarcasm for those who don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah, sometimes they have to let interns write stuff. And it all- doesn't come out so well.
2: But do they? Don't they always? Or do they always? It seems like interns? they have yeah. them do a lot. It, it seems like it. Yeah, a lot. It's not exactly known for journalism.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: all right. Well, this is good news in Australia. Um, Australia, as of course a country and a continent, has uh, banned uh, convicted domestic violence. Uh, people convicted of domestic violence from anywhere in the world from getting a visa for entering their country. What happened? Australia as Mm -hmm. a whole um, has recently passed into law that anybody anywhere around the world who's been convicted of domestic violence Mm -hmm. cannot get a visa to enter their country. And even people living there currently or people who have a visa and staying there, Mm -hmm. if they're convicted of domestic violence, Mm -hmm. Australian police are going to work on getting them out of the country. Right. I feel like it's a good time. A good sign.
3: Yeah. Where are they going to go? The place that they, place of origin or? It
2: I doesn't say. I, w- I would imagine so. That's probably what it is. Place of origin or, let say for domestic violence, probably just read anywhere else.
3: See, that would be better, I think, than like an MMA because MMA is kind of a brutal sport. And it I know is. It's yeah. very, very popular. Oh yeah. But for me, I would watch it if it was just like, okay, if this corner is so-and-so, he beat his wife and his four-year-old so bad the four-year-old had a broken femur and in this corner you know they go through what they did okay and then the fight doesn't end there's just one guy that walks out
2: so one of them they fight like to the death
3: mm, Until can like. not to the death but until they can kind of can't move anymore
2: okay i could see that i could see i mean it's, it's brutal well but
3: sends a message
2: it does send a message. The only you thing you want to is, come
3: to our country, you have to earn, earn your way in.
2: Yeah. But only thing I would be concerned about is that it might encourage more behavior like that.
3: Mm, that's true.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah, well this domestic violence, people convicted of domestic violence, it involves whether you beat your spouse mm-hmm. or you beat your children or beat children as a whole. You can't come in. That yeah,
3: is- that's a good. Idea. It's absolutely it's a good, good idea. Idea. Yeah. That's Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
2: Yeah, because like you said, well, like, well, where are they going to go? Well, pretty much anywhere else in the world.
3: Epstein Island, mm-hmm.
2: including in here. Well, Epstein Island, but they could even come here to the U.S. So.
3: Yeah, but then what?
2: Well, I mean, you can get away with that kind of thing here, at least on some level. Mm-hmm. I, don't
3: know, I think there are places maybe.
2: really working on it.
3: I know that they really yeah. fucking lean with the laws here because. Yeah. Anytime I'm reading somebody, it's like, oh yeah, so and so. Um. You know, punching the lady in the face, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, they, they were just released because uh, they served a five-year sentence of uh, murdering a cop. Or something. Like, what? A fucking cop murderer got out of jail, period. Yeah. Is wrong. But yeah. that only after five years is even fucking, unless there's evidence to say that he didn't or she didn't do it. Yeah. the fuck are they doing out?
2: Yeah, murder is usually a one-time thing. Oh. But not always.
3: But if it's to a cop, there has, there has to be a different set of standards.
2: I would think so too. Well, plus or would or, be...
3: or like a, a fireman or an EMT.
0: Yeah.
3: That someone in the civil service industry that's there to help people. Yeah. If you're there to um, get in their way or to hurt them.
2: Yeah.
3: And again, civilians do have rights, of course. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, cops uh, came out with the. Uh, um, Hate crime. He was—he was was the one that's, you know, all right. This guy punched this guy in the face. Okay, for example, you get a year in jail.
0: Okay. Oh, he
3: called him a faggot. Oh, that's a hate crime. Now we're going to add eight years to that. Yeah. Catch came up.
2: That's cool. That's really cool. He was just
3: like, I am putting up with this.
2: Yeah. Stop being, stop being a spoiled little brat, trying to come, come up with reasons for why you hate somebody else.
3: Right. So it's just a hate crime. Crime yeah. could be, I mean, at the time it was against homosexuals, but, you know, I think he didn't know the kind of great bill that he created. Yeah. Well, they created, because now it just covers everybody. That's good. If you get kicked in the face and or whatever, and it's because you're, you know, Mexican or you're, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, unfortunately the laws should be st- stiff enough Where you don't need another law on top of it, but if you could put another uh, another law on top of it, it's just to say, okay, now you said that. Now that's it's not murder, but it's not assault either. It's in between.
2: Yeah, or it is is assault, or or it is assault, and you assaulted them because you hated them because you think they're just that much different from you. Right? What a stupid reason to
3: somebody, Christian or whatever, black or a woman. Yeah.
2: Transsexual, Jewish yeah I'm gonna say yeah, name your,
3: Pick yeah, your poison
2: exactly well uh, actually uh, in connection with uh, people standing up for what's right and this is also a kind of a shout out to uh, German soccer fans of this too there was a uh, person munster and uh, theberger or yeah uh, yeah uh, kickers match going on uh, it was a, uh, they were, they had actually the, um, the kickers team had brought out, uh, Leroy Quadwell. He's a, uh, he's an African player. He's actually from Ghana and he's a defender for the kickers. Uh, he had actually was pointing out a problem in the stands. Well, a, uh, a Munster fan mm-hmm. started making monkey noises <laughs> at him. Yeah. Monkey noises at him because he's a racist asshole. Mon- Start making monkey noises at him. So the Munster fans, other Munster fans, uh-huh. actually pointed him out to officials in the stadium, so that they could grab a hold of this guy and get him <laughs> out. And as officials from the stadium are removing this guy from the stadium, people started chanting "Nazis out! Nazis out! Nazis out!" Nazis out! So um, certain,
3: uh, um...
2: they also well, they stood up and applauded Quaduo and um, uh, members of the Munster team that actually got and patted him on the back too.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, and, we're not all
2: racist assholes.
3: And yeah. what, um, didn't something like that happen with Trump Day?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't make monkey noises at him, but there but, was a, in South Carolina, there was a, a ball game
3: mm-hmm. that he
2: showed up at, and apparently he got a lot of boos. Oh. There are people who cheered him on, but then there are people who gave him boos, and apparently quite loudly, too. So now it's his fans are saying, like, well, you're not being fair. There were, he was... He was getting cheers too. See, he was getting cheers, but then other people are saying, "No, see, listen, there, he was getting booed too."
3: Hey, Mr. Be Great.
2: Thanks for joining us, Mr. B. Great. Be, be Great. Have good times,
3: Johnny. Be good. How you doing, buddy?
2: And thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, where are you from? How's your Thanksgiving? All that.
2: You know, Alright, good news, Mr. Grumpy. Great Times. That he said he's doing good. Alright.
3: All right, indeed.
2: Helping everybody well of course not everybody listening had a Thanksgiving break, because not everybody here is from the US. But hoping everybody has had a good weekend.
3: I know Mr. A kinda got burnt out, but
2: it's true, yeah. Mr. A said he had four Thanksgiving dinner nights in a row.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, here's another bit of news that actually Tim had sent me, which I, I was quite amused by. There is a man, uh, he was arrested because he walked into a into a convenience store, masturbated in front of everybody there hmm. and then walked out. Now, what I was amused by, of course, for some is like, ew. Uh, but then what I was amused by is, you know what the name of this convenience store is? Come and go. Well, no joke. Come and go.
3: No. Oh, this from Illinois. That's cool.
2: Very cool. We're from New York, New York.
3: But the funny thing in that article that Other I read. Other
2: than his that he jerked up and come and go. <laughs>
3: yeah. Other than that is when the cop came up to the car to see what he's doing. He didn't yeah. stop.
2: Yeah. He, he was fa- still masturbating.
3: He finished. finished. Yeah. Kind of like license and insurance. Sure. Just kept going at it. and.
2: <laughs> Mr. B. Yeah, exactly. It, he followed the instructions. Hello hey, yes, what? He
3: did. <laughs> I didn't want to do it on the side of the road, you know. <laughs> No rest areas for resting. Come and go is the come and go.
2: That is so funny. But yeah, but he walked out and yeah, he was arrested actually on Thursday. Well, they had to find him first. Because apparently they didn't find him right off the bat.
3: What was the cop in such shock that he just froze?
2: Well, no, the guy had masturbated in the store and after he finished, he left the store. Ah. So then basically uh, the worker in the store, one of the workers in the store had called the cops and said, hey, here's what happened. And they're trying to find him. They have security cameras, so um, actually, with the security cameras, they saw a very clear video of him. And actually, uh, police had reached out to him and just said, "Hey, is this you?" And he said, "No, it's not you." And then, um, and then uh, police had gone through and said, "Well, is this your shirt? Do you have a shirt like this?" "Oh, yeah, I have a shirt like this." "Do you have? Is this piece of clothing? Do you have the, "Oh, yeah, I have that piece of clothing too." Basically, they caught him. Yeah, it is you. So then they went to arrest him. And yeah, when they arrested him, as they are uh, arresting him, he would, uh, as the police were arresting him, he was jerking off. Mr. B. Great Times says DNA testing. Yes, I would imagine by the sounds of it, uh, this come and go probably has a sizable amount of DNA from this man within. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) But I was just, I was amused that the store had to be named come and go. When you told me that at first, like, oh, a common go, like, oh, yeah, that's funny. No, that's actually the name of the store. What?
0: Are you serious?
2: (laughs) Mr. B. Great time says he needs some milk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like he needs some something. Maybe milk is part of that what he needs, too.
3: He's a good lawyer now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Oh, man.
3: Mm -hmm. So... Seems.
2: And Mister Be Great Times says drugs. He needs, yeah, probably needs some drugs.
3: Oh, I don't think. <laughs> I think he had enough drugs. He probably needed less drugs.
2: They, oh, maybe that's that's part of it. Depending on what drugs he was in, he was on.
3: He was doing some research.
2: What was happening? <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> you know who oh. should hook him up with is Sally Nordstrom.
2: Oh, that'd be a good idea. With the
3: whole, maybe there is something to that. He goes to the, like. A little Oh you're right. She's more of a city girl.
2: She is. He's
3: kind of a country. Because
2: she's from here in New York.
3: But she's a city girl, and he's like a country boy. Yeah. could this match ever work? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because it, this like was three in three Because this was in Florida, here wasn't it? Go. Of course it was. oh
3: So that I would never get them. That's a good TV show. <laughs> you
2: should. Alright, you should do this. That's this, a
3: good I would watch that show.
2: And Mr. B. Great Times says, drinking milk helps when you are high.
3: It helps what? Wouldn't it be like more like... got <laughs> <Without> a <laughs> cotton mouth. The last thing I would want was the milk
2: Well, I think it depends on what you're high on.
3: True.
2: Yeah. Because not all drugs give you cotton mouth.
3: Yeah, but like, doesn't milk help bring you down on some drugs?
2: I honestly have no idea.
3: Yeah. Give <laughs> them milk, give them milk. <laughs> Sounds like reason. something you learned, you know, a high school basement.
2: Yeah, oh, you know, that's
3: it. You know, kind of a cure. Yeah. Like, dude, give him milk.
2: That's all he needs.
3: Dude, give him milk. He'll be fine. Yeah. Like, no. What, 1%? No, milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, milk. Heavy cream? <laughs> dude, I said milk. <laughs> well,
2: it sounds as silly as the whole thing. Like, you gotta burn. Get some butter. Put some butter on. Like, why? Right. Why would you put butter on a burn? No, that's not a good choice. <laughs> and Mr. Bigrate Great Time says milk helps, but I don't know how. LOL. That's all right. You don't have to explain it to us, Mr. Beaver (laughs) times. I had never heard that before about milk helping with, uh, or helping however when someone is high.
3: Yeah.
2: Bringing you down, and of course being high on what?
3: Well, that's the point. If you're that high, you need someone to help you be. Yeah. Kind of. Bring you back? I think it would be more like a water kind of thing.
2: I could see that. I could see water being a choice for it. Yeah. I would think so. Water, um... Kind of to dilute
3: things. Yeah. There was something, somebody else that I read. Um, stop milking the issue.
2: Right. <laughs> yes. Mr. Be Great Times just said, stop milking the issue. LOL. Yes, you're right. Mr. Be Great Times. You
3: know, because they're, they're saying now that uh, Bruce Lee died actually from drinking too much water. Really? But there's a thing to where if you drink too much water.
2: Yeah,
3: that's a thing. Actually, remember? I was yeah. I'm starting to get that, I think. Remember that's why you the were? doctor said I had to What's up, crazy lady?
2: Crazy lady, good to see you. Thanks for joining us.
3: Uh, Did I had to stop uh, drinking so much water and actually eating uh, salt? Which salt? I thought I had to get off salt. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
3: But you know.
2: Yeah, and you you drink tons of Gatorade, which has a high-ish sodium content.
3: How are you, crazy lady?
2: Good to see you here. Haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah. And how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, go, kitty, go. Major Buttons is getting the scratching post behind us.
3: Yeah. Putting supplies away. Yeah, well, that's part of it, right? It's got to clean up now.
2: Hopefully it's not too much to put away. Yeah.
3: Oh, we didn't tell you. We're uh, recording this one.
2: Yeah, we're video, we're we're video, video recording
3: video. this. Probably put it up on uh, YouTube or something. Do it on really, your like... Uh do it uh, yeah, so we'll put it on like YouTube and uh why not? I guess what I don't know what channel I have anymore. Um Mr. Furry is, is cool. But I'll let everybody know now what channel it's gonna be, but I'm working on something else right now. Oh I know you are, baby.
2: I know you are. Working on it. Oh my god. Now, I saw that I saw this too out uh, in Dublin uh, this is kind of old news at this point but riots had broken out in Dublin um, it was uh, there was an attack a man had attacked some people and it, and he'd injured three children one of them is a five-year-old girl who is still in critical condition at this point mm-hmm. oh, what are you playing
3: okay
2: oh, a okay. five-year-old girl who is still in critical condition there's a child care worker who had tried to inter- intervene she was also injured in all of this, um, and uh, the man, the suspect, who had actually started all of this, is in the um, is in the hospital at this point too.
3: All right, Mr. B, you have fun.
2: Thanks for joining us, Mr. Yes. History of Times, and we'll catch you on the next time. What do you do? The old crazy lady said it is a cinnamon and pear. Oh, the new winter edition Red Bull. No, I haven't tried it. I mean, mind you, I haven't. I haven't taken in any caffeine in several years. It, caffeine makes makes me twitch, so I can't do it. But you might try the uh, Red Bull edition.
3: No, I don't think Red Bulls. Again, my hands are like...
2: Yeah. But it's. I'm glad that it's good. Glad you're enjoying it, crazy lady. But yeah, she said this is cinnamon and pear edition. It
3: sounds like it would be good.
2: Yeah, I would think so. Oh yeah, but what I was saying about these uh, the riots in Dublin, uh, these people were uh, responding to this man who was hurting people. Uh, now mind you, uh, the, the uh, riots that were happening, people are setting cars on fire, buses on fire, and um, started doing, uh, posting anti-immigrant graffiti.
3: Yeah.
2: Of course, of course they are. Plus they were shouting a- anti-immigrant slogans, because of course. Hmm. Now, the head of police, Garda Commissioner, Drew Harris, said Dublin has not seen this level of violence in decades. Mm. Now, he blames it on the quote-unquote lunatic hooligan faction driven by far-right ideology. Mm.
0: Um, oh,
3: lunatic fringe. I know you're out there.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, they're here too. That's a whole thing. Too much. Yeah, way too much. So, um, sending so much love um, and so much uh, so much support. So, of course, to the people recovering, the families of those recovering. And for those, as you say, if, if you're following you know, Nazi ideology, like this one thing, I said this to Tim yesterday. We, I thought from decades upon decades upon decades ago, we realized how bad the Nazis were.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, um, there you go, it's still going.
3: That's my laptop, I'm sorry,
2: Still going. But I thought we knew from the last time that Nazis were so bad why are people still following them? Uh, yeah, if you can see it, that's a bruise on Tim's arm. We're going to post that up on the videos again.
3: Oh. Yeah, I feel like just say, you know, it's enough, everybody. That's enough.
2: Yeah, you would think. You know? I do. It's
3: enough with this back-and-forth violence, and the world is a beautiful fucking place. It really is.
2: It really can be, that's for it, sure. No, it is.
3: It really is a beautiful place. Why, um why not enjoy it you know i think we're just better than what we are you know
2: or we could be better than what we are no we
3: are we just choose not to be does Hmm. that make sense
2: i could see what you're saying
3: you see you know it does take some effort to be um nicer and all that yeah and yeah like crazy lady if you look People um, don't
2: realize that the, violence doesn't help your cause at all. That's what crazy lady You said. Yeah. Right. Agree. It, Absolutely agree with you, Crazy Lady.
3: I'm saying the uh um it's it, it is, is uncivilized. Yeah, it is
2: uncivilized.
3: It's saying, actually yeah. it's kind of unintelligent too, because um, some pro-Palestinian people took a bunch of paint and threw it all across the New York State. Uh, public library, that beautiful library?
2: Yeah, the one the main one. The
3: beautiful yeah. one. That's like everyone comes from other countries. They just go there to see yeah, it's a beautiful how beautiful it is. And you're not helping anybody by doing that. Like Yeah. I mean I, I
2: understand you need is, to get the word out. Is yes. it you need to it get it is it because you
3: out. because you know someone's gonna clean it up and you don't give a shit? Or is it just you know you live here. Or yeah. you know you're Again, I, I don't understand it. And for some, I'm glad I didn't see it happening unfold because yeah. I would have fucking not reacted well.
2: That wouldn't have been um, helpful. And I'm glad because I, know, but I don't want to have to go visit first, you the f- in the pen.
3: For as much as I'm saying don't be violent, I think I would have fucking lost my shit.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, of course, the pro Palestinian movement, very valid. Very, very valid things. Yes, yes, yes. We can't I just uh, agreeing to let anybody go in and just brutalize populations of people who did nothing wrong, kill people who did nothing wrong. That's wrong. That's totally wrong. That's not okay by any means. Right. Um, uh, but then also going through and calling for violence against, um, specifically against Israel as a whole, or against the Jews as a whole. Israel's not doing this as a whole the far right ideology which is also equally as dangerous that are unfortunately running the Israeli government they're the ones doing this the Israeli populace does not like those people so don't go after Israel as a whole you know you need to you need to call out the ones doing this so it's yeah. like, uh, one side that's awful going after another side that's awful and doesn't get anywhere you need the the same people that are not part of either of those ideologies actually trying to come up with a uh, a solution. Mm-hmm.
3: But, you know. Yeah. Hopefully someday it'll work out.
2: I hope so too. I know there's a, again, big call for a, a two state solution. Why not?
3: Well, because of what happened. Well,
2: oh, what's unfortunately happened is I know um, Hamas is dangerous and it's a terrorist organization. And also the, um, I, again, the uh, far right government running a lot of Israel, or at least the majority of Israel at this point, is a very dangerous issue. Um, far right Israel wants mm-hmm. to go over and take over Palestinian or take over Palestinian properties, take over Palestine. More of it, this belongs to us. You have people who've lived there with uh, you know their families for centuries and you're saying they have to leave now? That's not okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But then you have Palestinians saying, oh, Israel has to go. The Jews have to go. Like, yeah. no, no, that, that doesn't help either. Yeah. But. There need to be sane people talking to each other.
3: And I think they have to let a lot of stuff go that has been happened in the past.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. um and I know it's hard to do. Yeah. But you kind of have to.
2: But then also, too, like, let stuff go. Like, let what go? What do you have Things to
3: that at? happened in the past. Wonder. Well, they did this. They did that.
2: Yeah, and it and that's tough. Yeah. it's
3: really tough to do.
2: You need to find a place of stability.
3: Yeah,
2: place of sanity.
3: Right. Um, you know, just Lumé for all.
2: <laughs> Lumé for all. Is that what it is? <laughs> 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 it's Lumé or Mondo. Mondo is for the men.
3: You know what? How about
2: both?
3: Lumé and Mondo.
2: For everybody.
3: Lumea at <laughs> your favorite store.
2: There we go. Are you going to do a commercial for him?
3: as you say, Oh, my.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: they need to hire you, baby.
3: In the video, you see, you make your buttons clean in his butt. He
2: is. Oh, well, he's cleaning his back left leg right now. He's not actually cleaning his butt. Not at the moment. Okay. Not his hiney.
3: Well, that's close.
2: It's pretty close. Is that Buddy boy? Yeah, you can kind of see him in the background there. He's up on the bed. Oh, my. Oh, pull up. Yes? Oh.
3: No, I wanted uh, to do something, but I'm kind of not prepared. Oh, let's but, hear And it. I know we're not going to be here tomorrow,
2: right? Um, No. I have, lay, I have a late, I have right. a late day tomorrow, yeah.
3: Right. Let me see. Um, but what about in uh, Better News? Uh,
2: better News, this is, I don't know if it's better per se, but it's better-ish. Um, there was actually in, uh, let me just a second, uh, the WHO, or the World Health Organization, right has been speaking with officials in China about there have been there have been a rise in child pneumonia cases in China.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, So WHO is talking to them and uh, China has reported back that uh, there are no quote-unquote unusual or novel pathogens in clusters of child pneumonia cases. Um, So at least in theory that's a good idea. but uh, Beijing has attributed a rise in flu-like illnesses to the lifting of COVID curves. Because they they've really, really had some uh, tight restrictions on where you could go anywhere at any time during, of course, uh, the height of COVID. Right. Well, they've lifted those curves and now are, now are claiming that this rise in uh, pneumonia in children is because of that. And there are reports of hospital, hospitals being being overwhelmed by these cases in recent days. Now, pneumonia, so you know, as a whole, is an infection and inflammation of the lungs. So it's a lot of different things that can cause it. It can be caused by many different viruses, bacterial or fungi. Um, but what they're saying is there is an increase in influenza-like illness, which this pneumonia can be because it's influenza-like. Um, it's compared to the same period over the past three years.
3: Mm-hmm. So they're not sure exactly what's going on with it. Yeah. But, oh, one thing I wanted to talk about too was the, um, you know, I think everybody knows I'm for, you know, legalization of all drugs or the drug, the drug war should end. Yeah. And I don't think it should be sold like at delis and stuff like that. But I do think it should be made accessible like alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe even under a doctor's care
2: yeah
3: um and i was you know looking around i always kind of fuck around with stocks and stuff but there is this company uh or i found it through looking for a stock right yeah and the ticker symbol is ssplf
2: ssplf yes all right
3: it's safe supply uh streaming company they're out of um canada okay and um they're basically saying look the drug war is over since all these shows are yeah um being legalized um, uh it's a matter of time before they all do i would think so and i guess they're looking to do it in the safest way that you know they know how. I think
2: that's a good idea. Why um, not?
3: But it's a smaller company, and it's you know just starting to uh, do some things. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. And I hope I hope they uh, don't fuck it up. I hope so um, too. You know, um, you know, it's a long time coming.
2: Yeah. I you think know for right. sure that
3: a lot of people that need to help don't get the help because they have they have that stigma.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. But I think when it's legal, like, you know, if you're an alcoholic, it's still really hard to get help.
2: Yeah. I I, think as far right
3: about as that. um, coming out and inventing it, that's half of it.
2: Yeah. Because let me guess, you can stop whenever you want, right?
3: Right. So. Yeah,
2: I felt you know, the same way about cocaine. Right, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, not so much,
3: yeah, but yeah, it's called safesupply.com. And if you want to poke around on that website, not saying you're going to get weed or coke there, but you can invest in the company, and it's, it's at their stock's only like less than a dollar. So, again, they're just stating that Portugal decriminalized drugs in 2001, yeah, Colorado decriminalized all all drugs in 2019, yeah, British Columbia. To have all drugs and is taking proactive measures, Uh, having the first prescribed safer supply program in 2021. That's great. At Scotland and in 2022, Bern, Switzerland announced intent to conduct a pilot of legal cocaine sales. Yes. So, plus, at the end of the day, when you look at it, a lot of these um, states and governments too much money out there to say no to.
2: Yeah. I think you're right. It's,
3: it's just, you know, like in that one song, uh, "Smugglers' Smuggler's Blues, we they say they're going to stop it, but it doesn't go away. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. It's not going to go anywhere. There's a market for it.
3: A big market.
2: There are your customers for
3: it. Yeah. Um, let me see. There is, I'm just coming old John. Oh, in and out.
2: That's all right.
3: And, um, so that's it, I think. Right.
2: That works. Well, I got one actually piece of, this is oh. amusing news to me.
3: All right. Well, go ahead.
2: Okay. Well, this was, I, uh, I, and I, this was golf related. I said golf was golf is boring, but this, I'm amused by this. Rory McElroy's ball mm-hmm. in the world to and the world tour champions world. Tour Championship. That's how you say the words. Rory McIlroy's bomb actually had lodged in the lap of a spectator. <laughs>
3: That's funny.
2: But then also, too, what do you do? Does he...
3: You just sit there.
2: Does he... Well, do you just sit there, or does... Uh, do they have to move? Does he have to try to hit it off of this person? Well, you lap? sit there
3: and then the rats figure that out.
2: Probably. I was amused by this. I thought that was you funny. You
3: should be. But... I, I want to wrap it up with something Of course, I, I just went. Oh. But tomorrow, you know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? Jimmy Hendrix's birthday.
2: All right. Happy birthday, Jimmy.
3: Happy birthday. And did you know, does he have children? Yes or not? Uh,
2: does Jimmy have children? Yep. No. He does. He does? He does.
3: He has one son. James really? Daniel Lundquist.
2: Okay. Huh.
3: Supposedly a daughter, too. But All right. I'd say, hey, what's up, Angel Bear? Thanks
2: for joining us, Angel Bear.
3: But yeah, happy, you know, happy
2: early, birthday, Jimmy.
3: early uh, birthday to Hendrix.
2: Yeah.
3: And uh, who got his fortune when he died? Well, he didn't have any money then, but basically now it's like an $80 million estate. Oh, I don't
2: know who got it.
3: His father. Al his Hendrix. father got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, he was closest with his father. You know, he was a paratrooper.
2: I didn't in, know that. You know me? Okay. In Vietnam.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he actually or... served in fucking Vietnam.
2: Yeah. He was, he was in the army. As a
3: paratrooper yeah. with Buddy Miles. What? He said, yeah, he they were in the same like platoon. Wow. Buddy Miles said he knew this guy was crazy because something about like he had his guitar and some guys were like razzing him mm-hmm. and like trying to beat the shit Hendricks Hendrix just like pounced on his guitar and was like he'll take the beating, but just don't touch my guitar. Buddy Miles saw that and like broke up to get the fuck out of here. But basically, it was like yeah, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. Like, but good crazy. But like yeah. I, I, I want, to be, I need to get with him.
2: He's crazy talented.
3: Yeah, but like if he's gonna take a beating over,
2: yeah, you
3: know, I need to get with him.
2: Yeah, I would think so.
3: And it's also his fortune is the most litigated uh, states in history.
2: It was really. It is. It still is. Still is. People are still fighting over his fortune. Yeah. Of course. So,
3: yeah, because it's, Sanders—he's an icon. Yeah. A lot to be said. Living but, and breathing icon. Yeah, but I'm gonna close it out with like one of my favorite interviews, with him. Okay. So, that whole thing. So, we'll see you guys tomorrow, or wait, wait Tuesday or Wednesday?
2: Tuesday would
3: we'll work. Tuesday. So, Sound good? here's that one of my favorite interviews, from in Hendrix with Meeple Fulton, aka Thomas Lopez.
1: An interview with Jimi Hendrix. It was done in London about two weeks after his second album was released. I'm going to make some comments about my impressions of Hendrix and point out some things to look for when you listen to this interview. It's a good interview. When I met Jimi Hendrix, my first impression was his presence was so strong. It was sort of like stepping into a field of electricity. And i don't know if it's because of the giant amps that he was working with or just being a superstar and having all that energy directed at you but i wish there had been a way that this tape could have captured some of that vibrancy that i felt at that moment i did this interview mainly because i wanted to meet him and i honestly did not have one question ready i figured that you know when the time came i'd open my mouth and So a question would come out. We've all heard interviews where the interviewer is so involved lining up the next question that he or she doesn't hear what the person's trying to say. Well, I didn't have a next question. I just listened to what he was saying. And what he was saying led to the next question. And he was so sensitive, as you'll hear. He could see me listening, and he really opened up. You really hate these
4: interviews.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, well, it's all right, you know. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. It's, you do
4: a lot. You know. A lot of people bother you but Well, like, yeah, to tell the truth, yeah, there is a lot, you know, but um, it's all right, though, you know, like, sometimes you just feel like talking, sometimes you don't, though, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. No. It's one of different moods. Okay. so So, but you...
1: Yeah,
4: yeah, go ahead. It's all right. No, it doesn't bother me at all. I just I want get to get this light for a second you're
1: originally from buffalo and you've been here about no not no
4: long no, no i'm from seattle washington originally no, but i used to live i lived all over the states though and then i wound up in new york and that's wrong yeah but i lived all over the states i stayed in buffalo for about a month or two and
1: it was too cold up there well, yeah but if you were in seattle it can't be any co- colder in
4: buffalo no but seattle has a different type of cold though you know
1: it's a different kind. it's
4: a nice coldness you know yeah it isn't so uh cutting this buffalo. Anyway, there's this girl up there trying to work roots on me. Work this boodle stuff, keep me there, you know. <laughs> I had to go to the hospital and all that stuff, but I could make that sound.
1: What do you mean you had to go to the
4: hospital? Well like you know she tried working roots. You know, that's that's a scene like a they might put as you know, there's different things they can do. They can put something in your food or either put some uh, hair in your shoe, you know. Some of the hair in your shoe. Oh uh,
0: no, uh, I mean, boodle called. stuff, uh, yeah. Roger
4: yeah and all that kind of stuff yeah. Right, yeah well she tried that and uh i don't know she must have tried it half-heartedly because i was just only sick in the hospital for about two or three days
1: do you ever get involved in the in that scene
4: other than not anymore you know like around in the southern united states you know they have a lot of scenes like that going on yeah. but uh um, just you know if i if i see it happen or if i feel it happen then i believe it
0: yeah. you know
4: I mean, not necessarily if i just hear it being talked about
1: what about charms and things like this? You
4: know. Oh yeah. A, if a person, you know, a person gives off—they give out certain, many, you know, electric shocks. Anyway, really. Right,
1: yeah. Energies.
4: Yeah, and then, so then if they can, uh, they can actually get these things together. Really, you know, the vibrations are strong enough to get these charms working. You know, they can actually do it.
1: I was watching you when you were talking mm-hmm. to the uh, the girl that came in. I think she sent you some clothes for you. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, it was, and yeah. It was very nice because you're really watching you're really watching her and you're
4: really taking <laughs> her in. I mean, take her in and, and I mean, just like sizing up. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Wow. She's, she's like a nice girl. I like to take her home and, you know, scrub her up a little bit and wow. then, you know, go into the scene yeah. and then get the clothes measured up maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, she's supposed to come it for that. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't go back, you know, like some girls, you don't go by appearance. Mm. You go by, there's other things that girls have offer besides their looks, you know, mm. that makes you make, might want to be with them, you know, yeah. for a second or two.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean,
4: there's, there's other things, you know, besides that. I don't just go by this look, you know, because well, we know the story, you know, some of them, one, some of the worst people in the world. But, uh, you know, you go by other things, I don't know what it is, you can just feel the things. I say, damn, I might want to be with there, I don't know, let me check myself there, see what happens. It's great. You
1: know, what about this, I mean, I mentioned, you know, this, needless to say, a lot of people envious, me included
4: um not necessarily really
1: yeah well,
4: you shouldn't because you know if if you're not used to it well it could, could kill you really you know? <laughs> really but it's just this is another way of uh, um, communication that's why other people can't understand and say well damn why are you with so many people you know i said well i don't necessarily be you know touching those people all the time i'll just be talking to them some i talk to and then others you know will, you know <laughs> therefore and uh they're this is a scene like a, it's if it's part of you, you know, this is nature. I don't know. I just can't help it. That's all. <laughs> it's just, it's just like a scene um, like, that's another way of communication, though. You have your own ways, you know. Some people just can communicate better but you know, like, by not even knowing each other's name. I say, hey, hi. How are you doing there? Uh, Why'd you come with me here for a And then, you know, it's all, in and then you do that. And you can be the best of friends, then. Some even get married after that. I
1: you know, <laughs> have to find it to just sort of flow with it when you, you started to get this, you know, this image, which, you know, as you... As you oh, uh, it was worse before,
4: because I, I used to be on the block starving, you know, and girls used to help me and all that, you know. Girls are some of my best friends, because they used to help me, you know, and really help me, too. You know. And uh, I really, ever since then, that's why I say to myself, well, I'm going to try to show my appreciation <laughs> for what they did for me before. No,
1: seriously, though, it's just, I don't know, it's just nature. In this section, we talk about his second album. Uh, He was really unhappy about it. This section is an interesting document, I guess you could call it, of the kinds of frustrations that Hendrix went through. That is, the artist, Jimi Hendrix, talking about what he's trying to do, create, and how he's being frustrated by those that were managing him at that time, what they wanted him to do and to be. I hope you'll listen closely to this part because there's something really bizarre happening between Hendrix and myself. Hendrix was so unhappy about the new album that just came out. He's trying to express his frustrations to me. You'll hear him sort of sputtering out of sheer frustration. But I felt at that time that what he was saying was so personal, so revealing that it shouldn't be on tape. He had obviously been hurt. And so what he was trying to tell me was really private stuff, not for the public. And at that time, you know, I didn't have the sense to turn off the tape machine and set the mic down and say, okay, let's talk about it. Instead, we're what you hear is Hendrix trying to tell me about these frustrations of his. And I'm trying to get him not to tell me. You know, my questions are trying to steer him away from it. But everything he talks about brings him right back to it again. Listen to the sound of his voice. He was incredibly open about himself. I really don't care what our records as far as chart-wise.
4: We had this one that only made number 11, you know. His name, the Brendan of the Midnight Lap, which everybody around here hated. They said that was the worst record, you know. But to me, that was the best one we ever made. Not far as recording, because the recording technique was really bad. You know, you couldn't hear the words so good. Probably that's what it was.
1: Yeah, are you satisfied with the recording technique, general No, generally?
4: not at no. all. What about on the LPs, then? Not at all. Worse even on the LPs. It makes me so mad. Because, see, that's part of us. And, like, see, like, we recorded and everything. And then all of a sudden... Something happens and it just comes out all screwed up. You just get so mad. You just don't want to know about it anymore. Like, our next up here, this, it, every track's going to have to be right or else, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to forget about it. I mean, we we'll not forget about it. That's the way I You know, you yeah. say that, you know, right. but you're not. Yeah. But that's the way I feel. Do you think they're better in the States as far well as recording? Or, I
0: or know. it really
1: depends upon the engineer that's
4: Well, like, it depends on what you want, really all depends where you go to. It really depends on so many things, the cutting of it. Excuse me, the the cutting of it depends on the whole, that's a whole scene. You can get in there and mix and mix and mix and get such a beautiful sound. And when it's time to cut it, they could just screw it up so bad. I don't understand. I know. I I wouldn't understand that, either, because we, you
0: know,
4: it comes out all bad. Because they go by levels and all that. Some people don't have imagination. See, when you cut a record, right before it's being printed, Excuse me, you know, when you cut the master, that, uh, excuse me, if you want a sound where you can really deep sound, you know, where you have depth and all this, you must almost remix it again right there, the cutting place. And 99% don't even do this. They just go and say, oh yeah, turn it up there, make sure that it doesn't go over there, make sure it doesn't go under, you know. And there it is. It's nothing but one dimensional. Yeah.
1: Do you get the time that you need? I mean, in. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so, no, cost, we so we, costly. anyway we did all oh, well, The videos. Yeah, m- the money doesn't not, make any difference to me.
4: Up, yeah, because yeah, that's what I make the money for is and make better things. Yeah. You know, happen. That's not, I don't have no value of money at all. That's only my only fault. Cause i just good the things that I see and want, and or to try to put it into music. I want. I want to have a stereo of where it goes up, the sound goes up, and I'm behind and underneath. You know, but all you can get now is just across and across. So. Yeah. I a P was made in 16 days, which I'm very yeah. sad about, you know. The one that's just uh yeah. yeah. Really. But No use even talk about, you know, discussing why, because it really is a bad scene. But uh just makes me mad, though. It could have been so much better.
1: It's mainly the sound quality. You
4: know? Well, the songs could have been better, too. You know, that's what I think, though. As soon as you finish, then you, you, you got a completely new idea.
1: Yeah, right. Well, it's good. I mean, in a sense, because your mind's moving along and you know, purring along nicely. Yeah. yeah, It's not necessarily getting any
4: better, but, like, you might move to different things, you know. Do you feel the groups are free to uh, change as they want to? No, half of them aren't. They're all thinking about their career and thinking about their future so much. I really don't give a damn about my future or career. I just want to make sure I can get out what I want, you know. Yeah. You know, that's why I say we're, we're very lucky. Because we didn't have, you know, all of us didn't have that. You know, I said, oh, well, you know, it'd be great if we did. we didn't make it nice. Yeah. But I really wouldn't care as long as we could be happy with what we're doing and like recording and stuff like that or do what we want to do. We're still, you know, we're not really doing what we want. But that's, you know, yeah. yeah. What,
1: what about a new, a new LP? You've been thinking about this? Huh?
4: Yeah.
1: Well, I wanted to make
4: it a double LP, you know, which would be almost impossible. And I have about...
1: Because of the cost, you th-
4: well, yeah, it's a big hassle, you know, nobody doesn't want to do that, the record producers mm-hmm. and the companies don't want to do that. I'm willing to spend every single penny on it if, if I thought it was good enough. But uh, there you go, you know, I do that and then they leave, leave me out there. What about the length of the songs, too? I mean, would well, you like yeah, them to be much longer? It depends on how, what kind of song it is. If it's a song with about three or four movements. Well, yeah, like like this one this one song I wrote named um, Eyes and Imagination, that's the name of it. Mm-hmm and it's about 14 minutes long but it's about it's telling about every sentence or every two sentences tell a completely different story It's nothing about imagination it starts off with this baby crying you know a brand new baby has been born and then you hear these bullets you know <laughs> in the background you know it's, it's nothing but' this imagination and it's every sentence tells a different story and it's about but it goes in about four major movements but I always go back to this one little thing you must have that one little thing through it you know that one little thing. But I don't even know if, there's so many songs I wrote that we haven't even done yet that we'll probably never do, just because, um, you know, hmm, it's, it's, there's a lot of things around here that's really bad, Yeah. Song. Yeah, that's, it's okay. Well, you know, we must be Elvis Presley's and rock and rolls yeah. and drugs. We must be that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's where it's hard, it? And
4: there'll be no smoking in the gas chamber.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Um, do, do you think people will be doing longer numbers if you're trying to um, well like if they have like something
4: moving towards maybe even symphonies yeah know? i think they should if they have something to offer really if this number really if the number really has to be long they said what well, i got this number but i just can't get it together unless it's i just need more time on it well then they should really should they should never hold you know um time like that because of a number you know the song that we had named Purple Haze? Yeah. That was about a, it had about 1,000, 1,000 words, <laughs> and it just got me so mad, because that isn't even the Purple Haze, you know? Ooh, what do you mean? That is, I don't I- know, man. I must have frustrated over here, and that's all. That's all I feel like. <sighs> but that was, you should have heard it, man. I had it written out. It was about going through all these, but this land, you know, this mythical, that's what i had to do is write a lot of mythical scenes you know like the the history of the wars on neptune and all this mess you know and the reason why the rings are there you know you have have all these see like how they got the greek gods and all that mythology well you can have your own mythology scene or write you know fiction Mm -hmm. complete fiction or you know i mean anybody could say well i was walking on the street and i see an elephant floating through the sky well it has no meaning at all you know there's nothing to imagine except there's an elephant there And if you watch out, you might break your
1: neck. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll be able to make more demands as you continue? Yeah, this, yeah. this whole thing's going to grow wide open soon. <laughs> this is probably my favorite part. I'm not sure how we got into talking about this. The original interview was lost, except for these sections you're now hearing. And fortunately, these are the best sections. Anyway, at this point, Hendrix is so animated, he gets up and starts pacing about the room. And I should mention, this was done with a single handheld microphone. There's a certain advantage to this. You have to sit alongside the person so you can swing the mic back and forth, you know, from your questions to their answers. And it's sort of rubbing shoulders with a person and it enables you to touch the person. And I don't mean necessarily physically touching, you know, their arm or their hand or something. But, um, I mean, mentally touch the person, sort of sink your mind with their mental state. You have to feel the person, and they need to feel you. See, you know, you're okay. And it establishes a trust. And as I've said, Hendrix's presence was so strong, and the energy in the room was so hot at this point, that I was high for a week after doing this interview. One last thought. I realized that if I approached Hendrix as the pop star he would have been forced to reply as the pop star and that's what this interview would have been the pop star talking about his records but I wanted to talk with Hendrix the person you know the artist and he replied as that and that's what we get in this section I think it's a rare and uh, kind of a beautiful view of Hendrix as he talks about his childhood memories and his dreams.
4: Can you remember when he was a little baby?
1: I think you just come your
4: memory comes through the, no,
1: to yeah. about the age of two and a half. Yeah. But it came
4: back like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. When you think about it now, just blank before that, then you think of that. But I think that's where you come about on some other scenes too, I'm you know. Cause human beings die too easily, you know. You know, it's
1: first thing. What about what about the animal you said like
4: like you might see an animal or something like that and also you might have a very funny feeling go through you for a
1: second do you you mean like looking into his eyes or like not necessarily just the animal itself yeah
4: one time i seen this deer you know and because i see a lot of deers around where you know where i used to be from i said said, wait something went through me for once like i would seen him i mean like i had some real close connections with that deer for one split second and then it just went away like that you know that happens you know, like a lot of friends of mine told me about that, that happened to me, you, you know. If you ever laid in bed and uh, you was in this complete state where you couldn't move or couldn't enough like that, but you know, you're like that and you get, you feel like you're going deeper and deep into something. Not sleep, but it's something else. Yeah, exactly. And every time I go to that, then I say, oh hell, I'm scared as hell. You know, you get all scared and stuff. So you try to say, yo, yeah. you can't move. You can't speak, but you say, yo, hell, hell. You finally get out of it, you know, because <laughs> you just can't move. It's a very funny feeling. But one time I was gonna try. It. One time I that feeling was coming through me, you know. I said, "Oh, here we go. This time I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna let it happen and see where I go to, or see what happens, you know." So I was really getting really scary, man. It's going <laughs> like that, you know. I said, "I'm not even asleep, you know." So this is really strange. And somebody knocked on the door, you know. I said, like, "Oh," because I wanted to find out. Well, can you remember something really far back when you when you when yeah? You I can remember when, remember when your... the nurse put the dice I remember, well, Can you really? Yeah, when the nurse. I don't know what I was there for, but I remember when I used to wear diapers. And then uh, she was like talking to me. She took me out of the uh, this crib or something like that. And then she held me up to the window. This was in Seattle, and she was showing me um, something up against the sky. There was fireworks and all that. It must have been the Fourth of July, you know. Because and I remember and I remember her putting the diaper on me and almost sticking it. You know, I was, I was asleep. You know, and then she put like that. I remember I didn't feel so good, you know. I must have I must have been in the hospital sick about something. And I had a bottle and all that kind of stuff and then she held me up to the window She, she's you know, she's saying something about it. Oh, and right. I was looking in, in the sky, I was this. <laughs> I was an acid thing, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right, that's what it was because <laughs> only oh, <laughs> <I> beforehand <remember. laughs> my first trip there. <laughs> 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 and there's trips being high off the penicillin she probably gave me some. Can you remember any others? Well, I was small enough to fit in a clothes basket. I remember when I was small enough to fit in a clothes basket. You know the straw clothes baskets they have in America? Yeah. yeah. You put all the dirty clothes in. And there's, there's only about like that. They call them hampers Yeah, hampers. I remember my cousin and I was in there playing around. Oh, does yeah. That must have been when I was about three or something. Like that. And like sometimes when you sit around there, you start remembering some of the things that happened beforehand. <coughs> Those are the first two that comes to my mind. And some dreams that I had when I was real little, you know like my mother was being carried away on this camel. And it was a big uh, caravan. She's saying, well, I'm just seeing now. And she's going under these trees, so you can see the shade, you know, the leaf patterns across her face, but she's going under this, you know, like that. And the sun, you know how the sun shines through a tree, and if you go under the shadows of the tree, the, ch- the shadows go across your face. But well, these were in green and yellow shadows, like. She's saying, well, I, I won't be seeing you too much anymore, you know, so i see. And then about two years after that, she died, you know. And I said, "Pierre, where are you going to like that? And I remember that, I always really remember that. I never did forget, there's some dreams you'd never forget. Yeah. Like one time, there's this is one dream, you go down like that, this real big hill, but it has real long grass, and then there's a whole lot of bananas down the floor, on the floor of this hill, but they're all spread all over and they're growing from the ground by right? each one separate. Then uh, I remember that, and then we were skating across that. I don't know how we were, but what you do is, stay, you pour this stuff up that we made up. you know. It's, Big bags, you pour it out across the bananas, and it fills up all the gaps, and then you skate across it. it was, you know, I remember those things. You know, you must have been dreaming in color when you were very oh, young. Oh, definitely. There. I I, always, I don't remember too many. The, the closest to a black and white dream I ever had was in, in pastel shades. You know. Yeah, yeah. One time I was in pastel shades, like uh, those maroon and. Uh, Dark, you know, and then light, very light balloon, and then this big gold clip out of the middle of nowhere. It. it was great. And that was the closest I ever got to black and white.
1: This final section is only a few words about reincarnation and death.
4: People really,
1: you know, people really believe that
4: that every single person that's born here is completely different. You know, I mean that's that's true. But through the times, can you imagine all these? Of oh, what if we all supposed to go to heaven on? Can you imagine all these people who died beforehand? And all of us, all of them in heaven,
0: yeah,
4: all man. of them talk each other, hey man, good over, man, I don't have the
1: rule up there. He says, oh, you're the business dying, didn't you? So, oh, God, <laughs> so can you imagine that? Wow. This has been an interview with Jimi Hendrix. Your guide has been Paul Fulton. Yeah, great interview. Yeah. I agree, so, an excellent interview. Early happy birthday to Mr. Hendrix. Yeah. Still
2: there,
3: time. May he rest in power, wherever he's at at the moment. Sure. I'm
2: sure.
3: <laughs> but, uh, so I suggest to anybody, especially tomorrow, get uh, the only album he had a control over. Because you can see it here in the interview, he had no yeah. control.
2: Yeah. Purple
3: Haze was a 20 minute song and they fucking raped it. Yeah. So go out and buy Electric Ladyland. Okay. Put headphones on, yeah. lay down with no distractions. It'll change your life. That's awesome. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.
2: Yeah, we'll catch you the next time. Bye, everybody.
3: Later, get it.